Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's find out what Matt Josephs did for Halloween. You know him as mid-major Matt Sports Handicapper, who's always throwing out his picks. Get to what you've got on the card tonight, and I love that you've got a little NFL, some college football as well. Did you do anything for Halloween yourself? I handed out candy at the start of the night and then uh, went to a uh, costume party at a uh, local establishment, how it should be properly celebrated Halloween. Oh, oh. well done. Oh. How did you, you didn't dress, you dressed up, yes or no? I did, yes. I, um, so my friends last minute decided that they wanted to go out, so I had 24 hours to put something together. Not my best effort, but I was, I was a blind date, and uh, so I uh, was wearing the, uh, I had the glasses, the, the walking stick, and I dressed poorly like a blind date would. Oh, that's good. <laughs> a that's play good. on words. And very good last minute. Very creative uh we appreciate it all right so let's get to some of your place when it comes to thursday night football between the titans and the steelers and i'm seeing your card here and i'm liking it a lot so let's start with the receiving core uh looks like you have a play on a steelers receiver the question is which one is it yeah, it's Deontay Johnson. I mean, clearly he's been the missing link, it feels like, for this offense. You look at the last two games, he's gotten 20 targets. That's pretty amazing considering, you know, how much the Steelers team passes on a game-to-game basis. And you look at the number one wide receivers against uh, the Titans so far this season. Uh, you know, we use the terminology pass funnel, and this team is definitely a pass funnel because you can beat them through the air. Uh, the number ones, you look at Chris Olave, he had 112 yards. Uh, Keenan Allen had 111. Amari Cooper. 116 Jamar Chase 73 you know uh, Josh Downs or Michael Pittman they did well for the uh, Indianapolis Colts this is a team that you can throw on and even though it's Kenny Pickett um, I still think he's going to find Deontay Johnson the key is you know as we always say you know you want to have multiple outs when you take props uh, because there is yardage differences depending upon where you look so I like Deontay Johnson over 56 and a half receiving yards Um, to me with a guy who's going to get 10 12 targets in this game probably I think he should go over that rather easily Matt I like the the under in this game and so you have a couple of kicking props which hopefully aligns with how I think this game is going to go so how are you gonna bet the kickers here 
Yeah, and the first thing you always want to do when you look at the kicking props is you want to look at the weather, make sure there's no wind, make sure there's no rain, especially in Pittsburgh. We know that there's been issues with wind and things like that and kickers in that one end of the, of the field having issues. It looks like it's going to be just a cold night tonight. There's no wind, no rain, anything like that. So I, I, I put a little bit on each of the kickers over one and a half field goals. If you look at the statistics, uh, Nick Falk uh, has, has gone over this in five of seven games. He's had multiple field goals. The Steelers are allowing 2.1 field goals per game overall and 2.5 at home. You figure with a rookie, ki- uh, rookie quarterback, there might be some offensive issues. They might move the ball and stall a little bit. And then on the other side, you know, on the Pittsburgh side, Chris Boswell has had multiple field goals in four of seven games. Tennessee is allowing three field goals per game overall and 3.5 on the road. So give me some uh, action here at plus money or even money, depending upon where you look on the both kickers to go over one and a half field goals. I like it a lot. I like it a lot, especially because the Titans defense in particular is very good in the red zone, which usually equates to more field goals for the other side. All right. So we're talking to mid-major Matt, a.k.a. Matt Joseph. So, of course, we've got to talk a little mid-major action. I would assume that you put JMU in that category, if I'm not mistaken. But James Madison has been one of the best college football teams that I feel like nobody's talking about. Uh, But they have a matchup against Georgia State this weekend. Uh, Matt, what's the play there? Yeah, any chance I get to talk about the uh, the Dukes, I I, I love it because they are the best. Because they're making the transition from the FCS is denying them a bowl opportunity or making them putting them in the way back of the line for the bowl opportunity. And in theory, if they were active for it, they would be the New Year's six representative right now over Tulane and over the Air Force. But unfortunately, that's just not the case. Um, for those not familiar, JMU has the number one rush defense in America. They have they're like top 10 in other categories. The funny thing is, if you look in the NCAA stats page, you can't see it because the petty NCAA will won't even rank them in anything so you can't even see so i think it's very interesting the people who handicap this this game will look and see i i I can't find james madison number one rush defense in america and they are very good offensively now i i like the over in this situation i think there's a good chance jmu goes 12 and 0 this season this will be the toughest game of their year they're coming off a 30 to 27 win in the royal rivalry over old dominion i'm not concerned about jmu's offense here i think they can put up a solid 30 35 points in this situation um i think their defense could struggle just a little bit with georgia state and you're going down the turner field to play this game it's going to be a sleepy atmosphere georgia state's going to be really excited um i think they're going to put up 20 25 27 points in this one so i like the over between jmu and georgia state i think there's going to be a healthy amount of points this game last year was a 42 40 game in harrisonburg with a lot of the same players on both sides Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're talking with Matt Josephs. You know him as Mid-Major Matt. That's how you follow him on Twitter, Sports Handicapper. Oh, I, I love that you're on a game where there's not even a line yet. Campbell at North Carolina. So break this down for me. I cannot wait to hear what you have to say. So there is always some situations with regards to the FCS, FBS games that you'll be able to take advantage of either the total or the side. And I think this is a perfect situation, especially if it's in the low 60s. You've got a Carolina team that's lost two straight. They're coming off that 46-42 loss to Georgia Tech. Who knows what Georgia Tech we're getting any sort of uh, week this year. Um, And you look at the kind of the history. There's some coaches who kind of let these FCS games go a little bit in terms of letting their team score a lot, letting their team have some fun and then there's some guys who kind of take these things more seriously mac brown is one of these guys if you look at the history recently he enjoys letting his team score last year they played florida a&m they won 56 24 uh they beat wofford 34 14 in 2021 49 9 in 2020 over western carolina so i think north carolina is going to score a little bit now we know north carolina's defense isn't very good this year or at least they are not very good in terms of uh fbs competition you know 46 to georgia tech is a lot 34 to Appalachian State. That's a lot of points given up. Campbell's got a good quarterback named Haj Malik Williams. Uh, we remember him from the from the pandemic because uh, this team, Campbell, played a couple of FBS teams during the pandemic when we needed uh, college football, and he was really good in those situations. Campbell gives up a lot of points on defense. Their defense is not very good. They have uh, a little bit of pace to them. I'm hoping for a total in the low 60s here uh, for this game. I think this one's an over. UNC has Duke next week, so you know they're going to be focused on that. You know they're going to pull starters on both sides of the ball, and I think Campbell can take advantage of it. This game screams like 52-17, so I'm hoping for a total in the low 60s because I want to hit the over on this one. Sounds good. Uh, You know what else sounds good? College basketball starting in less Mm. than a week. It looks like next week we have college hoops kicking off. And we know you cover the ACC. You go to the media day. So do you have a play for us on a team maybe to look out for in ACC basketball? Yeah, last week was ACC Basketball Media Day, and as part of my job here in in Virginia, I was able to interview a bunch of the players and coaches and things like that and get some, you know, some insider information, not necessarily insider information, but some good information by asking the right questions to these players and coaches. And look, you know, for the ACC championship, and the irony of this is I can't make this bet because we're not allowed to bet on our state schools here in Virginia, a foolish rule if you ask me. Um, I think UVA at uh, plus 700 is is the value to win the ACC. Look, Duke is the most talented team. There's no doubt about that. Uh, North Carolina, I just don't believe necessarily in their roster. Miami has a lot of veterans back, and Coach L is probably one or two in this conference in terms of best coaches. But if he's not the best, I think Tony Bennett's the best. And UVA has so much talent coming in. You know, in the previous years, their offense has been an issue, and they haven't scored enough, and they've relied on their defense. I don't think that's going to be an issue this year with some of the kids that they brought in. The Andrew Rowdy kid from from St. Thomas, who I really liked at St. Thomas, he's going to flourish. Reese Beekman, of course, got his NBA draft information and now is back with the Cavaliers. They play that pack line defense. And here's the better thing. Virginia's going to start out slow because the, the players have to learn the pack line defense and, and, and they got to learn the blocker mover offense. 
But I think they're going to pick things up come conference time, and I think they're going to be a threat. And I don't usually take favorites when it comes to winning conferences. So UVA at fourth at 7-1 to one to win the ACC, I think the value is there for the Cavaliers to be your ACC champion this coming season. Matt, before we let you go, we got a couple minutes here. I'm curious as someone who really gets into the weeds in college basketball, and you're already starting right now on this show, how much prep have you already done for the upcoming season just getting ready for it? Uh, I think it's good early on. I think there's some value early on in these games where nobody knows anything because the thing is, you know, returning starters, you know, coaches, you know, styles and things like that. So I feel like there's some value on some of these underdogs. Now, you're going to notice in a lot of these early games this first week with the higher up teams playing the lower up teams, there's either going to be close results or the higher up team's going to win by 50. So there is the opportunity for value, but there is also the opportunity to have some of your worst losses for the season. You know, you may take a team who's a 10 point underdog they may lose by 30 and that may never happen again the rest of the season because of how much or how little everybody knows about these teams so just kind of studying the coaches the players the returning starters and things like that early situations is there a large game in in the second game that maybe the team's not paying attention as much in the first game so just trying to find some angles for this slate that has a lot of poor games but maybe some potential value as well Hard to believe the college basketball is upon us, but it is here. He is Mid-Major Matt, also known as Matt Joseph. Find him on Twitter at Mid-Major Matt. Matt, we appreciate all the knowledge. Thank you. Thank you. How much have you looked at college basketball, Chelsea? This is how much time I've spent on college basketball thus far. Zero. I have only seen the picture of the Duke player holding, like, the flaming stick. And you're like, what are we doing here with this picture? Awesome. Uh, So that is the extent of my college basketball knowledge for this season. Yeah, he's like, I just committed. It's time to make the biggest s'more in history. That's what college players do. (laughs) For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.